Good morning from Fast Company. Here's our daily look into what's driving today's creative business leaders. This podcast is sponsored by Cloud Optimizer. As a business owner or IT manager, are your cloud investment costs going up and you don't know why? It's time for Cloud Optimizer. As you migrate your business to the cloud, what you're spending and why you're spending it can get a little hazy. But Cloud Optimizer clears up the mystery and puts the cloud to work for you. Cloud Optimizer starts by analyzing usage patterns, right-sizing resources, leveraging discounts you may not be aware of, implementing automation, and much more. And by reducing unnecessary expenses and maximizing performance, Cloud Optimizer guarantees you a savings of five times what you spend for their service. As you utilize cloud-based services more and more, you don't have to lose sight or control of your spend. You can stay agile, streamline your costs, and optimize your performance, plus save significant money with Cloud Optimizer. Make the cloud work for you with Cloud Optimizer. Get a free assessment and find out how much you can save by going to cloudoptimizer.com. Go to cloudoptimizer.com for your free assessment. That's cloudoptimizer.com. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts. Good morning from Fast Company. Here's our daily look into what's driving today's creative business leaders. Failure and rejection are part and parcel of starting your own business. You're shifting how people believe something should be done, so pushing the boundaries is a prerequisite. It also means that people are going to size you up, see if you have what it takes, and check if you buckle under pressure. Your job is to find a balance between listening to the people scrutinizing your ideas and not letting the sting of failure throw you off your game. Feedback shouldn't be a demotivator. If you're seeking advice or pitching a new idea, tech, or product, then be prepared to hear no a lot and step up your game. Some of the most driven and successful business people today were rejected more than a dozen times. The most well-known example is the late Steve Jobs, who in the 1980s was fired by Apple, the company he founded. More than a decade later, he was rehired and built it into a runaway success. Fred Smith's instructors at school couldn't comprehend his vision for FedEx, and the automation genius received a C-minus grade for that assignment. Even Airbnb co-founders Brian Chesky, Nathan Blacharsik, and Joe Gebbia had their business idea rejected by prominent investors in Silicon Valley and couldn't find their beat for a while. Whether you're reinventing the wheel or promoting existing products or services, channel your inner honey badger to persevere. Be optimistic, but realistic. Instead of focusing on the sting, be curious and listen for the reasoning that follows every no. It's these feedback loops that will enable you to realign your goals and constantly improve. It's where you can extract and fine-tune your product market fit, or PMF, the market for your product and customer profiles who will pay for it. Don't simply say thank you and scurry off. Ask why, since it could be for reasons beyond your control. If it's something you said that put them off, this is where you may learn a valuable lesson or be made privy to key indicators you've been overlooking. Feedback is the stepping stone you need to better classify who your customers and investors are or aren't, and to justify investing in the next stage of growth. So don't internalize the failure. 
learn from it. You may think you've got every aspect of your idea mapped out, but external eyes are a gift, especially if the feedback is candid and the person delivering it is a pro in your field. Take the advice and do further homework instead of being critical of yourself. The rejection is not a reflection of your personal worth, which is an easy line to blur when you forget to track the small successes you have made and the skills that got you to your current position. Separate the truth from the noise. Hearing no doesn't mean you should give up. Quite the contrary. Study all rejections and separate the truths from the noise. While truths are pearls that are important to learn from, noise, unfortunately, is what people experience most often. Feedback from competitors is usually not direct and can be biased. Don't delve too deeply into it, but always be aware of what the competitor is doing, what works for them, and what doesn't. Regarding investors, feedback is part of the journey, and as the cliché says, every additional no gets you closer to a yes. Honest opinions aren't always the easiest pill to swallow, especially when dishing them out to yourself. Moments of self-realization are powerful, so ask yourself hard questions. Is there already a market for that, or will the market be ready anytime soon? Do I have the team to make that happen? If the answer to these questions is no, then fill in the gaps and address your flaws by asking yourself a follow-up question. What can I do now to get there? Take note of whom is behind the no. There are a number of reasons for rejection when you're pitching your idea, and understanding the difference between various types of no could change how you digest the feedback. If the big no is tech-related, then the founder should know that as tech advances, disconnected ideas often converge to find their sweet spot in the ecosystem. Negative feedback can still be accompanied by curiosity and interest in your idea, smart questions, and the most valuable resource of all, the person's time. It's this kind of no that results from expertise and empathy. But then there are people who don't necessarily understand your industry because they are limited by their experience or aren't interested in investing their energy because the timing is bad for them. They could have a lack of decision-making authority or even be on a budget. Also, a never-ending stream of rejections could indicate that you are in front of the wrong audience, but you'll never know unless you ask questions and learn from the experience. Asking for a reason will enable you to rate the rejection and understand what needs to be done on your part. Of course, very few investors will fund you for 20 years, and only a few clients will embrace early technologies, so take this all into account when you fall in love with a non-viable product. Don't let negative feedback hobble you. Getting over the sting of rejection is about saying goodbye to your need for approval from everyone, as this will be your Achilles heel. Fear of failure stems from a deeper fear of being judged by those around you. Step one to overcoming this is realizing that you're not going to please everyone, nor should you. It's time to put your pride aside and push through the present-day limitations. Be persistent, but also realistic. That's all today from Fast Company. Talk to you tomorrow. Spoken Layer This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.